Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. On last week's episode, I shared with you what Be Love, Give Love is doing now, where we take 10% of all the sales, not the profits, but all the sales, and we put it into a Be Love, Give Love fund. Now, I've always put uh, back lots of funds that Be Love, Give Love has made over the years because Be Love, Give Love started back in 2007, I believe, and it was just a name and a website and a way of life. Uh, It's always been for me, but opportunities have always come across my path to be able to be love and give love to the people around me. And honestly, guys, there's always always opportunities to love and serve other people and to pour into them but so often we get so focused on our own problems and our own life and our own worries and concerns that we we miss those opportunities and it's so powerful even in the midst of a hard time for you to get yourself off your mind and to look for opportunities to serve others years ago I started praying um And now it's just a heart prayer. I don't verbally speak it, but I'm always looking for opportunities. But I started praying that God would use me to be an answer to people's prayers or God would use me to uh, that day to be able to be a blessing or to do a favor for someone. And always, always, there was always opportunities that presented itself. Now you have to look for those opportunities if you're putting that out there. You gotta look for that answer and you have to act on it. But some of the uh, most favorite things that I want to share with you, how I've been used, and this is not to pat myself on the back, but this is to give you a heart look into a uh, into be love, give love, to see our heart um, in the depths of it, and how God uses us, and how God has used me as the founder of Be Love, Give Love. Uh, before we had a product line, just my heart to just want to love and bless people. And um, I think he's just looking. I know he's looking for hearts who are just completely available. Use me. Use me for your glory. Use me for your purpose. Use me to love others. Use me to set the people on fire for you. Um, just, Just be available to be used by God however and whenever he sees fit. Um, so I'm going to, in this episode, I just want to share some, some stories and I put down a few of my favorites and we'll see how many I get through considering I only like these to be like 20 minutes. But, um, one of my favorites is when we were stationed in Hawaii, uh, several years ago and I was at the park and there was this beautiful mama there and, uh, she, I mean, beautiful meaning she was just so engaged in her children and, Most times I just saw parents just on the side, completely engulfed in their phones, not engaging in their child. So she caught my attention because that's how I am with, with my little boy. I tried to be present. And so anyway, I was, I was just watching her and just admiring how present she was with both of her children. She had a newborn wrapped around her, her chest, and then another uh, child playing on the playground. And uh, I just you know, we just hung out for a bit and we didn't interact at all. But as she was packing up, I felt like that still small voice said, go to her. 
and I was like, ah, Shia wasn't ready, my son and all that. So, you know, you make all these decisions as to why and reasonings as to why you're not going to do what that still small voice is prompting you. So I just kind of shoved it off and I didn't want to bother her. I didn't know her at all. And so she goes one way in a stroller. I pack up Shia and I proceed to go to another way. But I ended up seeing her from a distance and I got that prompting again, go to her. And so I reroute and I start picking up the pace a little bit. Well, she gets through the stoplight and I'm stuck at the stoplight. And I'm like, no, she's way ahead of me now. I can't, you know, run, run this crosswalk. So I just took a left or took a right and started heading back home. And I felt that still small voice again say, go to her. And I was like, oh my goodness, the prompting was so intense that I had to, I had to go to her. And so I turn around, I get through the light and I start running. <laughs> I get, to, I have my, my boy in his, in the stroller and I'm running after this child uh, or after this mom with two children. And she looks back cause I'm like, Hey, Hey, you know, I'm the crazy woman with, <laughs> with a a child running after another woman with two children but I didn't freak her out thank goodness um but I did get up to her and I caught my breath and I said I'm so sorry but I just felt like I needed to come to you and share that I think you are a beautiful mom and a very present mom and I just poured into her just be loved and give love to her and you know what she teared up I never met her before. I had never seen her before. We lived on opposite ends of this area. Um, and she just teared up and, and we immediately had a heart connection. And she felt so encouraged. She had been feeling defeated that morning. And uh, come to find out she has an autistic boy as well. So we became fast friends. And uh, I had many, many, many opportunities to continue to be love and give love to her, whether through words of encouragement or just a, a, a friendship or pouring into their family financially or, or giving gifts. And she poured into me as well. So there, there's one. Another one was uh, a miraculous thing uh, that happened. And I was sleeping and I had this dream and I saw this person and she was completely weighted down by this financial distress and I I saw her in an office and just this burden on her on her face and I knew she was financially um, concerned about something and I woke up and I felt the intensity of of her Um, it was just very heavy on my heart and I go let my dogs out and I'm just just sitting there kind of like, whoa, that was an intense dream. And I heard that still small voice say, you need to bless her financially. Well, at that time, we weren't really in a place to pour out heavily. But I always say, you know, you give when God tells you to give and you give until it hurts. You know, if it hurts, then sometimes God's going to ask you to sacrifice to a point where he's like, do you trust me? So I heard the number loud and clear, the amount of money we were supposed to give. And at that time, that was a gargantuan amount of money. It could have, it, it should have just been $10,000. I mean, it was only 500, but when we didn't have hardly any money back then, that could have just been $10,000 or 20 or whatever. So I went and woke my husband up and I told him, I said, I just had a dream and I feel like we are supposed to bless this, this family. 
And, um, but I can't speak this amount to you. And I had already prayed like, all right, Lord, if you want us to give this amount to this family, you're going to have to speak that clearly to Tim. Cause I didn't think I could convince my husband <laughs> that, Hey, we need to give $500. I just had this dream. And so I wanted uh, him to hear it. So I, I left the room. He was just waking up and I just started praying and I went back a few minutes later and I just said, Hey, do you, did you get them out? And he put his hand up with five fingers and I was like, $5. And then he gave, gave me a, like a thumbs up, like higher. And I was like, 500. And he shook his head. Yes. And I said, get up. We've got to go to this church and we've got to write a check to this family. Well, I'm shaking and trembling because I'd never given this amount of money. Uh, this was years ago, probably, I don't know, 12 years ago or more, but, um, and it was just a pure act of obedience. And it was something my husband and I came together in agreement on. We felt the Lord just really guiding us. And so we went up to this family afterwards and I, uh, had written the check for 500 and I said, I had a dream and I felt like the Lord told me to bless you with this. And I just passed it. That's about all I said. And I passed her the check. She opened it and she started sobbing. And she said, this morning, you know, she asked some details like, when did you have the dream? And I was like, it was right before I woke up at such and such time. And she's like, at the time you were having the dream was the time I was in deep prayer asking the Lord for a miracle for this exact amount of money so they can continue on um, with the adoption. There was some sort of adoption fee hiccup and they were at the very tail end. And anyway, something came up and it was just another roadblock for them. And she has never had an answer to prayer happen so quickly. It was within hours, you know, and uh, I was just available. I was just a vessel that says, use me. Here I am, Lord. I'm ready. Whatever you want to do through me, through my family, through our finances, through our time, through our resources, through Be Love, Give Love, just we're available. And it was just so powerful. Um, I even share that story in my book, Living Still. You know, a big part of Be Love, Give Love, a very, very big part and a very key part is being guided by the Spirit. Um, You know, the book is Living Still, Walking in Peace in the Midst of Life, but if the core of that book is learning how to hear the still small voice and then in the inevitable noise that we have around us in this chaos chaotic world that we live in tuning into that still small voice letting him um, lead and guide you in everything so he leads and guides me with every aspect of be love give love and um, so I'm always listening to that prompting Another thing, I met someone through through Facebook. I don't, honestly don't even remember how I met this family, but we became friends on Facebook, and we both have special needs children. And, uh, you know, I was reading her post, and she was never one to complain on Facebook or pour out, you know, her needs or anything, honestly. Um, she always just put pictures of her special needs child, and it was just, you know, things like that. But she was on my heart heavy, heavy and just would not, it would not go away. So when that happens, I always feel like the Lord is saying that still small voice is saying, reach out. And so I'm thinking, okay, why, why do I feel prompting to reach out? And I just felt like it was a financial burden. So I boldly 
reached out to her through Messenger on Facebook and said, you were just on my heart and I just felt like I needed to reach out to you. We had talked previous um, one other time and just, you know, shared life with a special needs child. And I don't know, we probably talked about an hour, but that was it. We just shared, you know, how life is with a special needs child and encouraged each other. But I just felt boldly to ask her, are you struggling financially? And she was kind of flipped, like, what? <laughs> like, how does she know? She hasn't spoke of it or anything. And I just said, she said, well, honestly, we are. We haven't been able to pay our gas bill, but it's just too much. And she just kind of tiptoed around it and wouldn't let me know how much. And, you know, having a special needs child and taking cold showers, and it's been months since they had had their gas bill. And anyway, I got the amount finally out of her. And Love Gibble was able to bless that family, pay their back bill, pay their full gas bill, and go above and give them just extra money as well. That was all prompted by the still small voice as well. Another one was an opportunity that I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, which I always am praying. I know I'm in the right place at the right time. I have favor wherever I go. I hear your voice, Lord. I hear that still small voice. Those are just things I speak out pretty much every day and lots more stuff but I just happened to be at this place that I ministered at uh, just went and loved on these people they um, you know it was a section eight complex apartment complex and I would go over there a couple times a month and just love on the people and you know just be friends and didn't really do didn't have an agenda sometimes we would do bible studies sometimes we just hang out um, but I overheard the management say that they didn't have the funds this year to do their Christmas party. And I just thought, not on my watch. I got to hear that for a reason. And so what did I do? I didn't have the funds then. Beloved Givlob had zero money at the time, but I had the ability to put out that story and inspire people to want to get involved and want to help and want to love and want to serve. Um, And I end up raising like, I think like $2,000 really quickly. And I threw them a big holiday bash and was able to be a part of it. Uh, Was able to do chair massage because I'm a massage therapist and just loved on them. And it was so amazing to be a part of that. But it was so amazing to be able to gather people, um, gather their hearts and, um, and, and, and see the desire that they wanted to be a part of something truly special. Um, like I said, there's always opportunities and be love, give love. Just, we desire so much to be an answer to people's prayers and look at that all four of those stories. And there are many, many, many more, but those were just the four that came up on my heart really quick as I was sitting here before I was getting ready to uh, push record and I felt like those are the ones I needed to share with you but we want to be an opportunity to um, be an answer to people's prayers however God leads us whether it's through a dream whether it's through a prompting whether it's through just happening to be at the right place at the right time and hearing and need uh, in the community um that's just how we this that's just how we want to be be love give love just wants to spread the love and light up the world uh, around us and we want to be so filled up with God's love we can't help but give it away we want to be so filled up with you know the the ability just to be a willing heart 
Be Love, Give Love just wants to be a ministry that's a willing heart to be able to pour in to people however God wants us to at the right time. And so when you when you purchase Be Love, Give Love uh, apparel or products or my book or, you know, get a wholeness session where I'm coming alongside of you and uh, coaching you as a wellness coach. Um, right now, I'm not doing massage therapy, uh, but even in that, all of it, 10% of all of that would go right back into this Be Love, Give Love fund to just collect until God says, okay, here, I need you to give to this particular person or thing or, or event or whatever it may be. And, you know, we'll just we'll just go as he leads us. And so when you purchase, you're you're really you're really getting involved in something truly special and um and we just appreciate it so much. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you sharing um about Be Love Give Love, sharing this podcast, uh coming alongside of us in our Be Love Give Love community on Facebook and Instagram and sharing our post and getting the Be Love Give Love apparel and wearing that and being a light out there and passing out our appreciation cards and stickers, you know, wearing our hat, whatever you whatever you want to do, just being a part of this beautiful community, uh, the Be Love Give Love community and just coming close to the warm fire of God's love and we're just so grateful for you. I'm personally very grateful for you and um Anyway, um, I will be on here next week, um, continuing to spread the love and light of the world. And until next time, be love and give love.